While recording this episode, we ran very long on time. In an effort to make listening easier for you, we have broken this episode into two parts. Enjoy part one today, and tune in next week for the exciting conclusion. Best wishes, America. Hello, America. Welcome back to Simple Answers, the uh, all-new podcast presented by the 1787 Media Network. I am your host, Mike Turek. I am here again via Google Hangouts is Gerard. Um, welcome to the show again, my friend. Well, it's, it's good to be here again. Once Absolutely. again, from my, uh, my northern bunker. Yeah, <laughs> your <laughs> northwestern bunker, I must say. Northwestern uh, bunker, yes, yes. Uh, as always, I'm here in the Freedom Bunker. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, you'll be able to see me. And uh, what I didn't mention in any of the previous episodes is uh, if you do watch us, you'll notice two very important documents sitting uh, right beside me. And that's the Declaration and the Constitution. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about history today. And uh, I wanted to bring the most mundane, horrible, agonizing topic to the forefront of what we're going to talk today, but make it fun. Do you think we can do that with taxes and budget, Gerard? Oh, my God. Yeah. We're not accountants. For all you you accountants out there, get your lotion ready. That's right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're we're definitely not accountants. Uh, Don't, like, run off to your tax guy at like H and R block and be like, Oh, the, the, the network told me to do this. Nope. We're not doing yeah, any of that. Don't, don't pull a Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Don't pull a Wesley Snipes. Um, <laughs> you, you can call me from jail. I will laugh at you. <laughs> um, so, so Gerard right now, can you believe that our national, like our total national debt is, $20.6 trillion. I, I can believe it because I've been banging my head against the wall screaming about it for probably about 10 years now. Yeah. Um, now, now let yeah. me, let me point you one to make you want to hit yourself in the head with a hammer. Okay. Okay. Our real debt, because politicians only talk about national debt, but then right. we have something called real debt. Guess what that is? You want to take a guess? I'm going to say it's probably, it's got to be upwards of, of 30 to 40. Oh, good guess. Try 69.1 trillion. And, and at some point you have to ask yourself, have we just gone too far oh, to ever bring we, it back? Oh, we've gone too far. So, Oh, I know we've gone too far, but I mean, can we ever <laughs> reel it back in? Um, I don't even I don't know if you that. can reel it back in. Especially so. with the way they're doing things now. And that's and that's kind of the thing I wanted to talk about. So when I say real debt, I'm talking about the 20 trillion that that we spoke about that all the politicians say like, oh, you know, Obama added double the debt. You know, Bush added eight trillion or whatever he added to the debt. Um, so total debt or real debt is that 20 trillion plus trillion in unfunded liabilities like Medicare, Social Security, welfare, all the stuff that we give away for free that we just say, hey, this is uh, this is yours and we have no real way to pay for it. 
That that's all that yeah. debt. Yeah, I mean, just just the one thing that really just I think always needs to be you know reminded to people is um, from from the time the Constitution was signed to the moment Barack Obama was sworn in. I believe the the nation over the course of two hundred and something odd years. I think we we accrued. I think it was something like around ten trillion in two hundred years. Right. Uh, now, and then in the eight years of his presidency, we ended up over twenty. Yeah. So he managed to do in eight years what it took two hundred to do. Right. Uh, just 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 let that sink for a minute. And and forty three previous presidents. Correct. You know. Um, it, it's yeah. it's kind of mind boggling and just un, unbelievable, um, you know, and, and for 99 percent of our viewers and listeners and followers on Facebook, a trillion dollars is like incomprehensible. You know, if I if I put a T behind it, it a number you, like I don't know how much it, a trillion like dollars no really is. Quantify it for people. Right. You know, there's just like no. How do you? I mean, even, even sometimes people have a hard time with just you know envisioning a million, right? But a trillion is. I mean, really, it, it, it's a word. I don't think people quite understand what that what that means. And and, and you know what? I wasn't there to uh, our former president uh, because um, our, our our wonderful um, career politicians for life in Congress and the Senate. Uh, are, real, are truly the ones who who caused all this to happen, right? Well, you but know, it's well, no, you you're one hundred percent because in the Constitution we have a couple provisions. Okay, one of the biggest things is that Congress has the power of spending. They create laws, but they also create budgets and spending. So so now. Yeah, we always blame Obama for doubling the debt, but it was really. Congress. And yep. at some point we're going to talk about it today is how Trump and Republican controlled Congress completely failed this country in the last week. But we're going to yep. get to that. So and let, let me just, and let me just set one more one more piece of the puzzle in place before we actually move into this. Yep. Uh and this is for all you that, that may or may not know. Uh, if you do know, congratulations. You understand something about how your, your government functions. Uh, for those who don't, uh, let this be a, a wake-up call. Uh, it, Unlike what they say on even the local news, which I heard this morning, which made me jump out of bed and scream and yell and, and have my girlfriend tell me to calm down, um, it, it, it does not take 60 votes to pass a bill. No. It takes 51 votes to pass a bill. Correct. So the let that sink in for a second. The only the only uh, BS when they when they when they know that they don't want, in my personal opinion, when they don't want to right. have 51 votes, they go, oh, we need a supermajority. We're going to enact this BS rule right. that's not in the Constitution, and then. Oh man, we fell short. We only got fifty-seven. Yeah. Darn! Like that's and then like we saw. Was it two, two months ago when they passed? Uh, what was it? The uh, uh, 
it's early in the day. My brain's not functioning. Um, but yeah, but suddenly, you know, there, there was Mushmouth McConnell coming out and saying, hey, <laughs> we passed it with 51 votes. Right. In fact, I wasn't at Pence had to come in and cast a deciding vote. Right. So suddenly that's OK. But for things that actually matter, uh, things of, of great importance, like not having a, a balanced budget. It's, right. Oh, well, we can't do anything because we need 60 votes to pass it. Yeah. Which you is lying scumbags. Yeah. You yeah. we're going to have a, a free plug for upcoming YouTube videos on the 1787 Media Network. We're going to be starting a, uh, a weekly series called Civics 101. I, I, uh, I, I highly recommend that every single politician starts watching Civics 101 to learn how yeah, your job actually functions. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> they didn't read their job description when they signed on. Yeah. Uh, there's there's two oh, I, documents. Cheat lion steel. Oh. Right. I, I'm good. I'm good <laughs> yeah. with that. So. Yeah, right. Cheat lion steel. <laughs> um. Gerard, I have a question. Um, do you know what uh, incremental budgeting is? Have you ever heard that term? I've heard the term. I, I, I'm fuzzy right now on both facial hair and memory, so refresh me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, everyone always wonders how the heck uh, the, the Congress... Um, goes about creating a budget every year uh, and they do it with an incremental budgeting thing that that's that's how they decide what's going to happen. So an example of this is the 2017 budget allotted um, the Department of Energy thirty two and a half billion dollars. OK, so. A, a wow. department that we don't even need, but the president can't get rid of because it's not part of the executive branch. We give $32 billion a year. See, this, and this is where, you know, he, he could apply pressure. He can He's apply not pressure, but he can't get rid of it. As we all know. Um, yeah, but he, he, could, he could damn well say, uh, you know, hey, I'm not going to sign anything you put on my desk. And man, I'm going to make you guys look bad until you get rid of this for me. Right. So a little, a little fiscal, fiscal federalism from the executive <laughs> branch would be nice. It would it would be lovely. It really would be lovely. Yeah. So I'm going to throw out a couple hypotheticals here. So thirty two and a half billion dollars for the Department of Energy and how <laughs> incremental budgeting works really quick is. In next year's budget, Congress will auto allot them $32.5 billion. Plus, they give them an inflationary raise of 5% automatically. So then the Department of Energy goes, well, we really could use an extra $3 billion in spending. So then Congress goes, well, okay, well, we'll appropriate you 30 or uh, $3 billion. So then in next year's budget, say that 5% and $3 billion increase comes out to $40 billion. <coughs> 2019, they're allotted $40 billion to start. 
plus 5%. So that's how incremental budgeting works. So literally there will never ever be a smaller budget than the year prior. And that's how they grow government secretly because we're in the dark and too stupid to realize it. So that's why we're going to talk about it today. Um, Well, the bachelors, well, you know, we, we, we have, yeah, other things that are occupying our well, brains. No, I'm not saying you or me. I'm just saying the American no, public I, in and, general. And that's, what I'm, and that's what I'm saying in general is is with so many tractions and even the you know the, the the news stories that they use to distract everybody. Um, you know, like no one's paying attention. No one's and paying attention. Nope. It, it, it's just just hearing it put that way. I mean, I can I can honestly sit here and say until we ever did had any kind of term limits put on on Congress. Uh, I don't see this ever changing because the same people getting reelected every single time. Yep. They're not going to sit there and go, you know what? I would like to vote for a balanced budget amendment. Right. Says we can only spend what we take in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, they make us live that way. I, I would right. love to say, Hey, you know what? My, my budget this month for the house, we're, we're going to do it incrementally. So, uh, you know, I only make, let's say, you know, 4,000 a month. So, but, but you know what? I really need to spend 8,000 this month. Right. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and spend that it. money and, you know, I'll go to my, my boss and tell him, just give me the extra money. Right. Yeah. It, not because I'm going to do anything, not because I'm actually going to produce more for it. You just, just give it to me. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's incredible how this, this nonsense all works. And, and the funny thing is, is a couple of years um, ago, when before Trump was starting, it was it was them fighting. Uh, it was the Republicans trying to to put pressure on uh, Obama for his second uh, election. And uh, one of the candidates, uh, the female, I forget her name. Um, she was a senator or congressman or maybe I, I honestly don't remember her name, but she brought up. Oh no! It was the it was the the Hewlett Packard CEO. That's who it was. I oh, forget oh, Carly her. Yes, Carly, Carly Fiorina. Fiorina. That's right. Thank you. Um, she brought up zero based budgeting over and over and over, and I I love that idea because it takes away this this BS of incremental budgeting. So if you know. In 2017, the DOE uses 32 and a half billion. Then Congress goes in and goes, all right, well, we're going to start you at zero and we're going to we're going to look at how much you exactly spent. And oh, look, it's only 12 billion dollars for 2018. They're only allotted 12 billion dollars. So, hey, look, government shrinks. We save money. Well, That's what you and I do. Well, but, then, but, then, but then we we know what they do at the end of the year. At the end of the fiscal year, they go, oh, look, if we want to get the same amount of money, we got to spend what we have left over. So then they go and blow it on bullshit. I don't even um, care. As long as we're not giving them, you know, and, and yeah, that's the thing. Like increasing. If we're not increasing, <laughs> I'm okay <clears throat> with it. It's the ridiculous increases like incremental budgeting that are killing us because how are we supposed to afford a, you know, 
three or four trillion dollar budget every year. That's more than no, I know. Like, but, but the, the, the thing the thing that's got me is is you know we're talking about, and I love the way they word things. It these these politicians have have they 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 know the game. They know that the American people, uh, as soon as you start talking about anything that has to do with finances and you start using numbers, everyone just kind of checks out and they start thinking about, you know, who's going to be on American Idol tonight. Right. They don't, they're not going to stay focused. They're not engaged. They're not paying attention. So what uh, this is a little, a little, little experiment for all you people out there. If you want to go ahead, go to YouTube, pull up anything about, you know, Congressman giving some kind of a, uh, a speech or, or a press release about uh, budgeting or anything that's to do with, with, with finances. And you, you'll hear them talk and use words in such a way that they, if you pay close attention, you'll hear them make a tax increase or a spending increase sound like they've actually reduced it. They, they, they do it in the state all the time well, where yeah. it's like, well, we're only spending $1 billion more this year than last year. And it's like, wait a minute, but you're still spending more than last year. Right. Well, you know, you know, the funny thing that I was actually going to bring up and you brought it up for me. Um, A lot of times what they'll do is they'll go, oh, well, our budget or our proposal is for one hundred billion dollar increase. Right. And uh, then they'll come back after a couple days and go, well, we've decided on a five hundred billion dollar increase or no, they'll say we I'm sorry, they'll say we saved you a tax cut of uh, or not tax cut, but we cut we cut the budget by five hundred billion dollars or five hundred million dollars out of that one billion. Right. They knew they were always going to do a $500 million increase. They just right. need to make it sound good. Right. It's, it's BS. It is it's out, a shell game. It's, 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 like yeah. a, it's like a guy in a three corner playing three card money. It's, it, that's all it it's is. garbage. I, I think incremental budgeting and whole government budgeting is like the biggest Ponzi scheme ever. You know, well, it's yeah, just, well, it's I mean, ridiculous. Um, yeah, we call it, we call it simple answers. I mean, there, there's a simple answer, you know, if we're going to continue down this road, I know I'm, this might be a nice lead in for what you wanted to talk about, uh, regarding, you know, income tax, yep. but you know, flat tax. I mean, if we're not going to abolish it completely, how about a flat tax for everybody or, or no income tax at all and just have a value added tax on the things we buy since we are a consumer based economy, meaning our economy is based on what we consume, consume, meaning buy. Right. Um, you know, that would be a start, uh, a step in the right direction, you know, and, and, and having a balanced budget amendment made to the constitution, put out to the States, everybody vote on it. And there you go. So simple answer to, to solve the problem, but no one's willing to do it because they know they can get away with what they're doing now. So I am willing right now to inform Everyone that listens to this podcast, because I know you know it, too. It's sitting in the back of your head. There's a little document right here that I sit next to that we call the Constitution. 
There's already a balanced budget amendment built into that constitution. You and I have talked about it. Mm. Most people don't know that it's in there. And I want to I want to bring it up today. Article 1, section 2. I'm paraphrasing, but a budget that passes but then rolls into a deficit. The states are now required to pay the deficit until the budget is balanced. Now, there's a funny little formula that I am actually going to tell you. But if you're watching YouTube, I'm going to put it up on the screen so you can actually see it. But the formula is if you can if you're a math brain and you can think of this is pick a state, any state. You're going to do the number of state representatives, say for New York, over uh, the state or the the number of U.S. total representatives in the House of Congress multiplied by the sum, which would be the deficit. And that equals the state's proportion to be paid. Now. This was used after the War of 1812 because we had war debt. It was used after the Civil War because we had war debt and we needed a balanced budget. So we go to the states and we say, hey, states, you owe us, you know, New York, you owe us 13 billion dollars. You have one year to give us 13 billion dollars. I don't care if you have to sell livestock. I don't care if you have to sell houses. I don't care how you get the money. But you're going to give us $13 billion. The balanced budget amendment's already there to be used. Now, the problem with it is that the state climates are in such financial ruin that they can't afford to do that. Um, which is why I like your idea that there should be an, an amendment to the Constitution that says it, every budget comes out at the fiscal year, uh, which is like March, yeah. and it has to equal no more than what we bring in, period. Correct. It could fit yeah. on an index card. If you bring in $2 trillion or $1 trillion, that's all you've got to spend. Right. Done. So period. You need to start figuring out where to cut. Yep. You know, uh, and not just cut. It's not their money. It's our freaking money. Right. They're destroying our future. They're, they're destroying the they're, country. Because they want to keep retaining their power. Yeah. Because they pander and they, and they buy votes. Yep. You know, how do you, how do you get elected to any position in New York state? Oh, tell them you're for social welfare. Tell them you're for this. People that contribute nothing. Right. And taxes contribute nothing to society in general. They go right out and they will they still have that right to vote and they will go out and pull that lever for whoever gives them free crap. That's right. Which I don't even understand how these people it it might be free to them, but it's not free to everybody else. But they they don't don't care. care. The problem is everyone in today's world is out for themselves. No one is out for the collective. And the problem that these 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 that's a little communist. uh, Yeah. And and the problem is, is, is these people don't realize that they're the ones with all of their free crap 
that are eventually going to bankrupt the country and they're not going to have a country to live in that gives them free crap. They don't care. As long as, <laughs> the, free crap is, as, long as wow. the free crap is flowing. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. They, they, they to me. don't care. You know? So, 